you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Greetings and welcome to the Daily NFL Fantasy Live podcast. Jason Smith, along with Akbar Bajabianila, Michael Fabiano, Adam Rank, Marcus Grant, and Jerry Ferrara, actor of stage and screen, can stop by, talk some fantasy with us. Today we have a full recap of Thursday Night Football. And hey, if you get points for drops in your fantasy league, oh, what a night Thursday was for you. We're going to talk about the fantasy game of the week between the Manning brothers. We're going to compare, contrast what's going on in the future for Tom Brady and Chris Ivory, what to do with that Detroit Lions backfield, Reggie Bush and Joy Bell, and Adam Rank has his big likes and dislikes for week two. Remember, you can join the conversation by tweeting us using the hashtag NFL Fantasy or send your questions to our show's Twitter handle at NFL Fantasy. All right, guys, Thursday night football. We were all dried off from the game last night. Oh, boy. Saw enough drops. We were all right for that for the season? <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of rain drop right there. Make all it right. rain. All of us have stick them on our hands. There's Geno Smith. Getting ready for a three-interception game. Tom Brady, you thought he was going to have a big night on Thursday night. Looks for Julian Edelman for the six-yard gain on the Patriots' first play. You'd see that a lot on Thursday night, 13 times. Later on in the drive, here's Tom Brady play action. Aaron Dobson. Go get him. Look at that. Go get him, the young kid from Marshall. Patriots strike first. Boy, seven. I tweeted that out that he's going to ball out. You said you had a double-digit performance. Later on in the first, third and seven for the Jets. Geno Smith looking to put some fantasy points on the board, looking for Clyde Gates. This part of the play was a mistake. It looks like Gates catches it, but no. Upon further review, an incomplete pass. The Jets would kick a field goal to go down 7-3. Second quarter, under 30 seconds left. Brady looking deep for Kendrell Tompkins. Brady. We got fantasy points. To Wait. Wait a second. Ball hits the ground. D. Milner of the Jets oh, is why benched after this, this play. Why do you make this like, Great what, The ground, really? <laughs> why do you make that rule 13-3. Pat, second half. Jets trailing with nine minutes to go. Geno Smith takes himself for the first down. Oh, Patriots, smart players, don't hit him out of bounds. Later on in the drive, third and one for the Jets. Bilal Powell suddenly with some fantasy value. He's into the end zone. Jets in striking distance at 13-10. 48 seconds left in the game. After two interceptions, Geno Smith says, I'm looking for the hat trick. Oh. Looking for Stephen Hill. That's oh. also a mistake. Oh. Now, that's Not why good. you went out and picked up the New England Patriots defense, because of that. Turnovers. Akeem Tlaib with the pick. 16 fantasy points for the Patriots defense. They win a rainy struggle by the final score of 13-10. So, here are the magic fantasy numbers, or not-so-magic fantasy numbers. Stephen Ridley, just four fantasy points, but he didn't fumble, at least. He had Aaron Dobson with 11. Julian Edelman, just over eight, despite his 13 receptions. Patriots defense, as we said, but Fabs, this is all about Tom Brady. You crowed beginning of the season. Hey, I'm winning the Experts League. I got Tom Brady in the seventh round. Give me the trophy. Two weeks in, less than 30 fantasy points. How concerned yeah, are you? Yeah, Adam Rank is uh, in a good position to beat me this week in the Experts League because I had Brady. He didn't even score 12 points, not even 30 combined points in his first two games. With that being said, I'm not giving up on Tom Brady just yet. Rob Gronkowski will be back eventually. Danny Amendola will be back. Julian Edelman is playing well. And these rookies, these kids, listen, they're going to get it. They're playing under Bill Belichick. They're going to get it at some point. Right now, I would buy low 
on Tom well, Brady. Let, let, let me say this. I, I've been saying this all throughout the preseason that I have been really – I'm not foozing, as my boy Ronald Curry used to say, my old teammate say, I'm not foozing with Tom Brady. You saw that when you have young receivers, it's very hard. They don't have a very solid run game right now. The offensive line not, not being able to create lanes for Steven really. So if you can't throw, can't run, where is Tom Brady's value? I've been saying it all year. It's hard to, to grasp that just because he is Tom Brady. He's won the Super Bowl. But when you come over to fantasy, I don't think that I'm messing with Tom Brady this year. All right, one more to answer. Week three against the Bucks. Good matchup. Are you starting him? Uh, no, I'm not messing with him. Let's see who my backup is, but you probably are starting Tom Brady. But you, and you had him. I, I, I mean, I looked at your roster, and you see that. I mean, you're going to get 10, 12, 15 points. I mean, you're not going to win many games with 10, 15 points. I don't even have a backup quarterback in that league. So I'm <laughs> running with him. Do or die with Mr. Brady. You're running Brady. with him. He can't even run, too, so he can't even create fantasy points with his legs. So, I mean, you're in trouble. All right, Stephen Ridley. Are you in trouble with Stephen Ridley? I don't like the fact that they didn't run the ball enough last night. And, boy, he almost fumbled again. He almost fumbled again. He fumbles again all the time. How does he hold on to that one at the end? I don't understand the how the Patriots have questions in their pass attack, yet they ignore the running game. But I think part of this is that Jets run defense, which was really bad last year, suddenly is pretty good, Jason. Yeah, they're pretty good. But remember now, they gave Steven really the ball 16 times. That's enough to make something happen, and he didn't make anything happen, and that's what we're talking about, that offensive line. Steven really is not a good play. We've been hyping him up too, way too much. How about Julie Edelman? What kind of value does he have with the Patriots' other weapons out right He's now? Danny Amendola now, or Wes Welker. Go back to whichever slot receiver you want to talk about. He needs to be active, especially in PPR leagues, and the fact of the matter is, this is why I don't like standard scoring. Because he had a big game last night, and if you had him in a standard scoring league, he only gave you like eight fantasy points. But if you were in a PPR league, he gave you over 20. This is why I like PPR well, a, lot, than a, a, lot, a lot of the fantasy owners are in standard leagues, and when you look at Julian Edelman, yes, he's very reliable, but just not a red zone target. Jets fantasy leaders, the other side of things, Geno Smith under five fantasy points. Bilal Powell was your big winner with that touchdown, 13 points. But, you know, when you look going forward, I know Bilal Powell's a hot pickup, but... Chris Ivory, week one, didn't touch the ball a lot, still rounding into shape. You saw last night really split carries with Powell, averaging over five yards a carry. I know Powell is the guy right now, but if you drafted Chris Ivory, hold on to him just a little bit because the time is coming for Chris Ivory. Yeah, I I still don't trust Bilal Powell. I'm not starting Bilal Powell. Chris Ivory looked pretty good last night. He looked like that Chris Ivory we thought we knew in New Orleans, that hard-nosed runner who's going to give you five yards a carry. I would hold on to him. I have him in a couple of my leagues. Listen, I'm not starting him right now, sitting back and, and waiting. Especially, you can't drop a running back right now who could have any kind of value because the waiver wire running back is, it's, is it's, barren. It's dry. It's There's dried up. Yeah, it's dried and you up. can buy low on Chris Ivory to someone right now knowing that week four, week five is really when you're going to get time for him where he's really going to come through for you. All right, let's get to the latest fantasy headlines. Let's say hello to Marcus Grant and Adam Rank, who, unlike Clyde Gates, will not drop this toss to them. Thank you, Jason. Marcus Grant and I here for the latest fantasy headlines for Friday. And the big news is that Vic Ballard has been placed on the injured reserve. He suffered what has been called a freak accident at practice on Friday. And, Marcus, when you take a look at the Colts' running back situation, we thought it was going to be a 50-50 split. What are we seeing now? Well, right now it's going to be Ahmad Bradshaw. And I would say next up on the fantasy trading block is Ahmad Bradshaw. Chances are if you've got a running back, you may have a better option than Bradshaw. But somebody in your league's got Vic Ballard. That person's going to be hurting. This is the opportunity for you to maybe swing a deal and use that opportunity to try to bolster another position on your fantasy roster. What about Donald Brown? Is he a super sleeper now? I think he may be a super sleeper, but a super duper sleeper just because the Colts are so pass heavy in that offense. Going back to that Thursday night game, there's a report now that Danny Amendola could be out two to six weeks with a groin injury. 
And I guess my one question for this, Marcus, is, dude, Seriously? Seriously. 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 I mean, we knew he was going to get hurt. Nobody knew he was going to get hurt so soon. I mean, he got hurt in week one. Kudos to him for gutting it out and coming back and playing. But now he misses their second game of the season. He could be out anywhere from two to six weeks. It's just so hard to count on him, which is what makes Julian Edelman so much more valuable. Most people drafted him as a wide receiver, too. Do you hang on to him? I think you hang on to him just because he will be back later in the season, and at some point you worry about it. All right, let's move on to Ryan Tannehill, who is making news. This is from the Palm Beach Post, and you can see here, Ryan Tannehill was quoted as saying, I'm going to play the quarterback position the way the coaches install the plays. I'm going to go through the reads just like they install it. We're going to try to get him the ball when he's in the play, but we're not going to force the ball to him. I think they're talking about Mike Wallace here. So what do you think about that? Uh, I think that's a good point, a good plan. They spent a lot of money to get Mike Wallace down to South Beach. You don't spend that kind of money on a guy and have him be a decoy. Smoke screen by any chance? You think that like, oh, okay, they're not going to force it to him, but secretly are going to force I it to him? I think they're secretly going to force it to him. A lot of this goes to the offensive coordinator, Mike Sherman, too. Okay, let's take a look at the full injury report. It's Friday. Anxiety is at an all-time high. We're going to wonder if our players are starting or sitting. So let's take a look at the board right here. Daryl Richardson is going to be probable. Dwayne Allen questionable with a hit. Bernard Pierce is questionable with a thigh. Good news for Ray Rice owners. And we do see Dick Ballard, of course, out. Champ Bailey is going to be out for the Denver Broncos. But one guy I want to key in right now, Jermichael Finley. Now, we really liked him last week. He came out, showed some stuff against San Francisco. What are we doing here? I like Jermichael Finley. He had a really good training camp. He looked really good against the 49ers in the opening week. I see no reason to be concerned about what he's going to do. I like him this week against the Redskins. The Atlanta Atlanta Journal-Constitution is reporting that Roddy White was limited in practice. He is questionable against the St. Louis Football Club this week. But Coach Mike Smith told the AJC that he's going to play. What are we doing? I am sitting Roddy White this week. He was very pessimistic about his own status at the beginning of the week. He was a decoy last week while he was injured. I think Harry Douglas has a big week in week two. Very good. Well, I'm worried about him. I got Jordy Nelson in the league, so I'm going to start him there. But in other leagues, yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things where you got to have somebody good. you got to have somebody good there, but I think Roddy White is, if you start him, temper your expectations this week. Harry Douglas. We'll talk more about him later. All right. When NFL Fantasy Live returns, Peyton and Eli face off in the Meadowlands. Will the fantasy fireworks continue, or will the Giants and Broncos struggle to put up points? Not likely. But next... Actor Jerry Ferrara for our, from our NFL.com Celebrity League joins us in studio to discuss his roster and to talk to Michael Fabiano right there. There they are, hanging out like a couple of cool guys. Look at the toss from Michael Fabiano, NFL Fantasy Live. is back after this. Throws towards the goal line. It's a touchdown. Manning to Cruz. He looks long. It's a spiral down the middle. He's got his receiver. It's a touchdown. Julius Thomas. Looking deep. He's got a man open. And a touchdown. Eli Manning. And that is the seventh touchdown pass by Peyton Manning. First time it's happened in 44 years. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. On the left, our Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano, hanging out with actor Jerry Ferrara, who plays in the NFL.com Celebrity League. Fabs rented Queens Boulevard last night and has some questions about the ending, so I think they're getting caught up. Going to talk fantasy coming up in a few minutes, but first, we're going to take a look at the Week 2 NFL slate and which games intrigue us for this coming Sunday. As you see, Rams-Falcons could be a lot of points in that one, a lot of interest on the Rams offense, Redskins-Packers. One of those teams is going to go 0-2. Is this going to be a big shootout? Late games as well, highlighted by, of course, the Denver Broncos and the New York Giants, the Manning Bowl Part 47. 
And this is a game Peyton Manning comes in after throwing seven touchdowns. Eli Manning nearly as hot as his brother. He went for 450 against the Dallas Cowboys. Monday's game, the Steelers and the Bengals. And to no one's surprise at all, yes. It is the Denver Broncos and the New York Giants. That is our fantasy matchup of the week. And we'll start things off with, well, where else? When you throw for seven touchdowns, Peyton Manning is the guy that we start with. And, look, I know we're going to see a come down. It's pretty easy to say, well, expect a letdown from Peyton Manning. What kind of letdown from seven touchdowns? Let me say this, and and this is going to be in my official's voice. After further review... Peyton Manning will throw for seven touchdowns again because when I look at this matchup, I just I believe that, you know, you look at the, the, the defensive backs that they're going to be going up against. He's going up against a defense that hasn't produced as much as they're supposed to up front, and that's what the quarterback pass rush. They have not been they have two sacks so far on the year, uh, you know, at the bottom. So when you're talking about giving Peyton Manning that much time, oh boy, he so can dice you up. Touchdown seven touchdowns, seven touchdowns, seven touchdowns. I want to make sure everybody knows. I said he's in. All right. No pass rush equals. I like it. Peyton Manning touchdowns. I like it. Yeah. Why not? Peyton Manning. Nobody plays better in September than Peyton Manning. If you have a somewhat (laughs) meaningless game in September that you need to win, Peyton Manning is your guy. I don't know about January, but this is fantasy football. Peyton Manning, I love this. Wow. How about Julius Thomas? He was everybody's darling, big athletic tight end who seems to have seized the number one job. What about him this week? Well, I think Julius Thomas is a guy. Don't pick him up chasing the points from last week. He's not going to have two touchdowns again this week. But the way Peyton Manning runs his offense, he is not afraid to get his tight end very much involved. Julius Thomas, a big athletic guy, and everybody talks about his basketball background. They want to compare him to Tony Gonzalez or Antonio Gates. He's not quite that guy, but he's going to be a big part of this passing offense. You can rely on Julius Thomas just as long as you're not expecting So he's a top ten guy this week. Absolutely, he's a top ten because he's playing with Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning sees the field better than any quarterback in the in the NFL. And so that means he's going to be able to utilize the adjustments, make those cross picks. When you have Decker, Wes Welker, and Demarius Thomas, you can run those pick routes, you can run those verticals. Who's going to stop them? They don't have the secondary to stop that personnel grouping. It's impossible. All right, now you mentioned the wide receivers. I got a feeling this one's going to go quick. All right, real quick, more fantasy points this week. Welker or Eric Decker? Welker. Wes Welker. Wes Welker. All right, so what do you do with Eric Decker then? <laughs> Don't drop him. <laughs> Eric Decker would have had a touchdown last week if he would have been able to hold on to it. Then it wouldn't have been this mass panic about dropping Eric Decker. Look, he's going to be one of those guys that week in, week out is not going to be very consistent for you. But when you start looking at guys, when you're looking at number three receivers, I look at the quarterback. If Peyton Manning's throwing Hello. him the ball, then yes. If it's Ryan Tannehill, if it's, one of the, if it's Brandon Whedon, I'm not doing it. Peyton Manning gives me a little bit more confidence. He's going to be a bi-week starter for you at some point, injury replacement, but not a week-in, week-out guy. All right, how about running backs? Can you start anybody? Uh, you know what? I-, I look at that running back situation, and I'm saying no. Stay away from the Broncos running back situation. All right, yeah, it's kind of, t- kind of tough until that shells itself out a little bit, and it may not. It could just be three guys the entire season. Let's get to the other side of the football now. Eli Manning, who you drafted likely as a low-end number two, giving you number one type production. Uh, who do you start him over this week? I mean, because Eli's got a pretty good matchup here. Well, there's so many great quarterbacks in the league right now that you can go with that you do not start. Eli Manning. I mean, if you look at it, like Michael Vick is a guy I put up ahead, ahead of some starters. Matt Schaub this week has a great matchup going against the Tennessee Titans. Eli, I don't know that I Russell like Russell Wilson? No, no, no. Keep going with Russell Wilson. Week really? in, week out. He's going to be okay. fine. Eli is just who he is. He's a great 
uh, playoff quarterback. Like, if they could combine these two Mannings, let, <laughs> let, Peyton, let Peyton play in the regular season. Let Eli take over in the playoffs. You're golden. All right, Akbar. Victor Cruz, 10th-ranked fantasy wideout for week two on NFL.com. What kind of production do you expect from him? Well, I expect Victor Cruz to go out and put up 100 yards at least in a touchdown. I mean, when you look at Victor Cruz in this matchup, I like the way he's playing. You know, he draws a lot of attention. He's going to be drawing the attention for perhaps a injured champ Bailey if he plays or, of course, his backup in Chris Harris. Man, I tell you, last week against the Cowboys, Victor Cruz turned Jerry World into a salsa club. It'll probably be a little bit of the same thing this week. A lot of dancing. Get those, get those I, like this week. Nice. Like, I like what you did there. Like if you get yeah. extra fantasy points for salsa dancing, you're going to start Victor Cruz. We'll have more on David Wilson coming up with Giants fan Jerry Ferrara in a bit. Here's our official projections powered by EA Madden. Peyton with another big day. Look at Wes Welker projected for 22 fantasy points. There's Eric Decker sitting there just over See, five you know, fantasy you know, points. They're, they're hating on that number right there. Eric Decker is going to have double digits for sure. In fact, I'm just going to go out and say it. He's going to have 12 points. Eric Decker is going to do more than 5.2. All he needs is one touchdown to make it passable. Broncos and Giants may have been our fantasy matchup of the week, but there's no shortage of big games going on this weekend. Go to NFL.com slash Pick'em to see the full lineup and join our weekly Pick'em fantasy game. Select winners for every game on Sunday and accumulate fantasy points for each correct pick. Sign up today. NFL.com slash Pick'em. Now, speaking of our NFL fantasy pickings for week two, going to kick things off with the Admirals pick. Dallas and Kansas City, who's going to win this, and who are you looking at from a fantasy perspective? Well, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to look at the Dallas Cowboys beating the Kansas City Chiefs 28-14. I like what the Dallas Cowboys, everybody wants to hate on them, you know, with Tony Romo. But Tony Romo, these guys are going to ball out. And the guy I'm looking at for a fantasy perspective is Miles Austin. That's because he's going to be playing opposite of Brandon Flowers. So that means you're going to see them targeting him. Last week, I mean, he was targeted a ton. He caught a ton of balls, double digits, and he's very, very productive. Now, didn't make it into the end zone, but you can expect that if Des Bryant is locked up, they're going to Miles Austin. He is the, the, the second best receiver on the team. Right, rank Washington and Green Bay. They're playing at 1 o'clock p.m. One of these teams is 0-2. Who wins and who you watch? No, what if they tie? Maybe I'm predicting a tie. You don't Are know? Because I'm and, crazy. You and Donovan McNabb predicting ties. Very good. He doesn't good. even okay. know that you can tie. That's the difference. That's the difference. I like the Green Bay Packers to win this game. I got them going up 23 or 31-23, the Packers take this one. They are not going to start the season 0-2. But when you talk about guys to watch from a fantasy perspective, I'm looking at RG3. I like him to have a huge week. And the big key is he's either going to do it running or passing. Because if you saw the way the Green Bay Packers attacked Colin Kaepernick last week, they decided, you know what, we're not rushing up the field. We are not going to let Colin Kaepernick beat us with 184 rushing yards. We're going to contain him. And what did he do? He smoked him like he was back at the University of Nevada playing Wyoming or somebody. Yes, RG3. If they decide that they're going to let RG3 pick him apart, he certainly will. He can take apart. Stop it. He can take apart that secondary. RG3, will he will have a great fantasy game. The only problem for the Redskins fans is that the Green Bay Packers will win this game. Boy, that's, you that's threw a Laramie Wyoming in there. How about that? That's fiery for a guy who was ready to pick a tie. I right know. Before we were going there. All right, Marcus, what game are you looking at? I'm looking at the 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks. It's one of the budding rivalries in the National Football League. Two teams that just flat out don't like each other. Two teams that have really gone at each other the last couple of years. And I think Colin Kaepernick has an eyebrow-raising performance this week. You can see what I did there. Yeah. But a guy I'm really yeah. keeping my eye on is going to be Marshawn Lynch. A lot of people are freaked out about what happened with Marshawn Lynch last week. Calm 
down. Everybody just exhale. It'll be fine. He's back at home. He's got his Skittles. You look at it, Marshawn Lynch has run well against the 49ers in his last three meetings. Over 100, yard, 100 more or more yards in three straight games against the 49ers. Maybe he doesn't get there, but I think he gets close, and I think he gets in the end zone. Marshawn Lynch goes back to being the running back you drafted. So to recap, here we go. Here are our Pick'em recaps. You saw Marcus just making his selection right there. Akbar's got the Cowboys. Rank has the Green Bay Packers. You look fired up and happy in your headshot, right? That's pretty nice. I don't know what I was getting into before I took that photo. <laughs> Point prediction of 17 for Miles Austin, over 15 for Marshawn Lynch. Hey, you drafted these guys for a reason. There's a reason why you keep in your lineup. Time now to send it over to Michael Fabiano, who is standing by with a very special guest. Thanks, Jason. That's right. I'm here with our pal from the NFL.com Celebrity League actor, Jerry Ferreira, who we all know and love from his role as Turtle on Entourage and films like Think Like a Man. So, Jerry, how long have you been playing fantasy football? Easily 15 years. I mean, I go back to the days where you had to kind of do the scoring yourself with a pencil and a newspaper. The problem is everybody used to cheat when you do it that way. <laughs> yeah. So the scoring systems now are great. Yeah, I used to do that, too. You always had, like, the USA Today. Exactly. And you're always checking the box scores. Yeah, and writing point stuff here, down. point there. No one's going to notice. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. people are cheating like crazy. Now, in week one, you, you took on our friend Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> and uh, we're going to take a look at how you fared against him here. Now, let's just say that Jerry O had a very big lead going into Sunday with Peyton Manning. But you steamrolled it. You steamrolled him, brother. Let's just say Jerry O no longer has an O for the lost column, <laughs> all right? It's Jerry O and one is what we should call it. Right I mean, now. your team had an unbelievable performance, and Jerry O, we love you, man, but your team really struggled outside of Peyton Manning. 60-plus fantasy points, and he lost. He was one of the 19% on NFL.com that had Peyton Manning started him didn't win. Well, even bigger, I'm one of the 81% then that defied, like, so I don't That's know where right. to fit in there, but... um. But the thing with Jerry, too, is he started the Ravens' defense, which I was a little thrown by. He started yeah. Peyton Manning, got those 60 points, but he started the Ravens' defense. So uh, a little yeah, counterintuitive to me. But uh, Now yeah. we, you know, we've got to look at your matchup here for week two. You're playing Susie Castillo. Now, take a look at that roster. What do you think? What's your prediction for this week? I mean, I, I predict I will win. I don't really think that I have to worry about any other teams when it comes to this league. Like, if Is I'm that right? Lose, you know, I'm in this league, too. Oh, I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> if I'm going to lose, that means my team just really had an off week because uh, I don't really – I think I could outscore just about anybody. I think I, like I have the, the, the best like the scoring team. All right, now, you drafted Aaron Rodgers in the second round. He's playing the Redskins this weekend. You expecting big things? I am. I mean, look, obviously we could talk about how Michael Vick looked against the Redskins secondary. That's a whole different beast with the Chip Kelly offense. Uh, I I think Aaron Rodgers looked great against the 49er defense. If you could do that, I think you'll be okay against the Redskins defense. I don't know if the performance will be as good, but I'm expecting nothing but consistency from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers was fantastic, and I love the matchup. Tough to bench a guy as good as him. Now, your number one overall pick, Adrian Peterson, because you were lucky enough to have the top overall pick. Three touchdowns last week, plays the Bears this week. What can you expect? What a day it was for me to, like, turn the TV on and see that opening touchdown. I just thought it was going to be a great year. I think uh, it was a little disappointing to get 100 yards, and obviously the Bears' defense is is quite stellar. Uh, as I'd be happy if he just doesn't turn the ball over because that Bears' defense can really get after it in terms of the turnover. So uh, I think we'll get nothing but solid number. I, I predict a touchdown, maybe another 85-yard game. Uh, I like that he caught the ball a little bit, too. Yeah, yeah fantasy owners would like that. And, uh, and finally, let's talk about Deshaun Jackson, who, by the way, Jerry O loves. And, uh, Jerry, i got to give you credit for that. But you have him as your flex starter 
And he's got a nice matchup this week against the Chargers. They gave up a lot of fantasy points to the Texans last week. Uh, let's put. I thought about benching him just so I didn't run up the score on Jerry because oh, I had such a great lead going into the game. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Deshaun Jackson is one of those guys. We didn't know what's going to happen with Chip Kelly. I think he stands the most to gain. And I think yeah. that, yeah, the Chargers defense, while they started off strong, they wilted in the second half. Big numbers for D-Jack. He is my yeah. flex guy. And remember, too, the Chargers are going from a late Monday night game across the country to what is a 10 a.m. game for them in Philadelphia. That's always a big disadvantage, so that Eagles offense is looking good from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, I don't even like to do that to wake up to watch football, <laughs> and they're right. doing it to wake up to play to football. Play a game. So, uh, different story. Yeah, exactly. Now, you've got a, uh, a question with the running backs, right? You've got Daryl Richardson on your team. Yeah, you know, look, I always try to draft a guy who no one really quite knows what what he's going to do because I do feel that someone always emerges years ago it was Ray Rice no one knew much about Ray Rice he was a rookie and he emerged and won a lot of guys elite I I picked Daryl Richardson for that reason but now Isaiah Pete is back right. off suspension Daryl Richardson had a bulk, the bulk of the carries is that going to cut into my boy D Rich's carries? Uh, you know I think he's still going to be closer to a featured back uh, even with Isaiah Pete in the mix the fact that he beat Pete out was very impressive to me because Pete was the second-round pick last year. The Rams had all this hope that he was going to be the replacement for Steven Jackson, and it's Ben Richardson. With that being said, I don't think Richardson's a true featured back who's going to see the ball 20 to 25 times a game. So, Well, it did make me happy he got all the most of the carries, but yeah, I'm a little worried. I think it's going to be more of a split-carry situation. Too, Something and, to watch uh, this weekend. I messed up, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Well, maybe one thing. Now, Jerry's going to hang out with us here on NFL Fantasy Live for a little bit longer, so we'll have more with him in a bit. But coming up next... Reggie Bush exploded in week one. He'll join us next and tell us what we can expect from him this Sunday. NFL Fantasy Live is back right after this. Nobody's better than Tom Brady in the play action pick. Over the top, he's wide open and down the sideline. And Powell got it in a touchdown. He's going to scramble around to buy himself some time. And tipped and intercepted. And that ball should have never been thrown. The Patriots survive another one. He's ugly, but you're 2-0, baby. Coming off of Thursday Night Football, you were only really happy if you started the Patriots' defense. Look at the Jets' running backs. Bilal Powell with 13 fantasy points, number two score. But watch out for Chris Ivory. We talked about him earlier in the show. His role is increasing with every passing week for the Jets. Hold on to him at least another couple of weeks. Now, speaking of running backs, who are the best running backs week one? Well, some of these names we see up here, we expect to see Adrian Peterson, LaShawn McCoy, Jamal Charles, even Reggie Bush. And, Marcus, here's Joyke Bell. One of these kids just doesn't belong here. Who saw this coming? You're talking about Jamal Charles? He deserves to be there. (laughs) How dare you? Uh, Earlier, our own Dan Helley caught up with Reggie Bush to ask him about what could have been in week one. All right, Reggie, you made fantasy owners real proud. 190 (laughs) yards, a touchdown, but you had a couple of scores called back. How frustrating is that for you as a player? (laughs) It was a little frustrating because uh, it happened twice. You know, not once, but twice. And, uh... You know, when you get within six inches of the goal line, uh, you kind of expect yourself to be able to reach the ball over and score. And, and, um, you know, unfortunately, replay uh, won this time. And, and, um, you know, they were the the two touchdowns were called back. So uh, Joy Bell was a recipient of the first touchdown. And then uh, our tight end, uh, uh, the rookie, he got the other touchdown. So um, I guess at the end of the day, we won the game. But, uh, you know, it's a good learning experience for me next time to make sure I, you know, reach that ball over those six inches and get the touchdown. You anticipate sharing some of those goal line carries with Mr. Bell? (laughs) 
Yeah, I do. You know, it's funny that we always joke back and forth, but, uh, you know, he was doing an interview after the game, post game. Um, and, uh, you know, I kind of yelled out that uh, he stole my touchdowns, just, you know, making a joke. But, uh, you know, Joyce's a good player. Uh, you know, we're always competing against each other. And, and obviously, as a running back, as a, as a competitive athlete, anytime somebody's a recipient, you know, of your touchdown from, the, you know, six inches, you, you get a little frustrated about that. You stole my touchdown, Adam Rank. What do you think about that? I love it. I love the selfishness of Reggie Bush. He's sitting there talking about, I wanted those touchdowns, and oh, yeah, but I guess we won. Yeah, but then it's an afterthought. He's, he's thinking like a fantasy enthusiast. I love that. He's an RB2, giving you RB1 production. But what about Joyke Bell? Vulture alert. This is a guy who's going to come in. He's going to come in. He's going to take those goal line carries like Reggie Bush mentioned, but don't chase the points from last week. He's not going to get enough touches to warrant putting him in your starting lineup every week. He's a bye week replacement. He's a spot start at best. All right, Joy Bell, one of those guys definitely want to keep an eye on, even if you're not starting him right now. That Detroit backfield situation, we seem to have a pretty good handle on it right now. When NFL Fantasy Live returns, we'll have more with actor Jerry Ferrara. Plus, our experts are running through their spot starts of the week. NFL Fantasy Live continues. The other people in the rooms can't hear this, right? Right. My team name is, well, it's two. It is Ferrara's Finest, and then it's got to be the shoes. I'm deciding. Uh, the shoes? Because I bought them today. Bobby Flay what? just took Cam Newton. Oh Let me tell you how I feel about this draft. Come and get some, y'all. Come and get it. Let's go. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Here is Jerry Ferrara's starting lineup for week two. You saw the points he put up week one. Aaron Rodgers, Adrian Peterson sticking with Daryl Richardson. Wes Welker, Fitzgerald, Jermaine Gresham, Deshaun Jackson, Sebastian Janikowski, and the San Francisco C-Bass. 49ers defense. Why not Seabass? Yeah, I love Seabass. Why not? He's a Raider. You love yeah, yeah, no, there. You have to. And Jerry Ferrara back with us, and he is still wearing the same sneakers that he was wearing during the draft. I appreciate that. I love that he appreciates Jays. These are my fantasy football sneakers. That's good. I mean, fantasy football sneakers. Got to be the shoes. I didn't know. I didn't. I don't have fantasy football shoes, but I guess now I got got to get them. It works. Now we talked about your running backs. You're very nervous about Dale Richardson. You got a couple other guys as well on your bench. You're trying to get through. Gio Bernard is one of them. What do you think about putting one of these guys in? Well, as far as Gio Bernard goes, I think I got hard knocked. You know, I fell into the emotion (laughs) of it. I love the show. So he was just sitting there, and I took him, and I'm hoping he's going to develop. he may get the start at some point. You know, I, I just felt like with Daryl Richardson, there's always that one guy who just emerges kind of out of nowhere. And I was banking on the fact that he get a lot of the carries early. And I'm a little concerned, though, about, about my man D-Rich at number two running back. You know, in fact, when you see the name Adrian Peterson at the top, it's tough to even pay attention to the other names. Oh, you got Adrian Peterson. You're all set at running back. Yeah, I know. You know, I think I feel bad right now because I may have said, hey, you know what, Jerry? Lamar Miller as your, as your three. <laughs> <laughs> I, I apologize for that because so far, not so good for Lamar. But I still keep the faith. Now, some of your guys, you, you, you took Giovanni Bernard, you took Lamar Miller. You didn't want to take a guy like Reggie Bush when he was there for you? Look, I have a problem when if someone played for me before in the past and kind of burned me, I don't really like to draft him again. <laughs> so I didn't go near LaShawn McCoy, and I had Reggie Bush as well last year, and he had a couple of good games. He got hurt, and I kind of I stayed away from Reggie. So, and I don't, so you don't believe in forgiveness? I'm all about forgiving. I had this thing with Michael Vick and... You don't believe in forgiveness? I, my, my scars, they stick. You know, I still just look at the scar, and I'm like, yeah, that's from Reggie Bush not playing, leaving the game at halftime when he had 70 yards in the first half and then left the game. But uh, Reggie's a good player. He's having a good year. I feel a little foolish about it after game one. All right, well, after game one, you had some pointed words about Reggie Bush. Uh, he had these words for you, Jerry. 
Hey, Jerry, man, what's going on? Reggie Bush here. Uh, a little birdie told me that you didn't draft me in your fantasy football league, so I'm a little upset about that, man. So I need an explanation. I feel like I need an explanation to, to know why you didn't pick me, man. So what's up? Wow. I'm going to say I lit the fire for his game one. <laughs> <laughs> I lit the fire for Reggie Bush's game one, folks. So, Enjoy. So when he scores 35 points against me this week, I can blame you for it. Yes, you could absolutely blame me. I, I lit, it's all motivation, Reggie. I did this for you on a personal level. I don't care about fantasy. This is for your career. So, so, so week two comes around. He, he scores, you know, like he said, 30-something points. You're not going to sit there and say, man, I should have. See, I have this thing in my kitchen. I brought all these, like, plastic cups and plastic water bottles because I go wreck the locker room. I go in the kitchen. I just start throwing only plastic stuff because I don't want to break the real stuff. So that's what I'll do if Reggie Bush lights me up in the fantasy So what game. were you doing that last week when David Wilson put the ball on the ground like 17 times? See, that was different because that's personal. <laughs> that's, uh, I'm a Giants fan, so I immediately just went to the place. I saw that first fumble. My mind went back to last year when he fumbled in game one, and I immediately was yelling at my friends, we got to call Willis McGahee, we got to call Brandon Jacobs, we got this kid needs help, teach him how to hold the ball. It's Tiki Barber all over again. Would you worry about him, or can you trust him in fantasy? I I lose trust quickly, as you can see. Uh, I lost trust with Reggie. Uh, fantasy-wise, if I if he was on my team fantasy-wise, it would definitely be a you're sitting the bench this week. Let's wait and see. How about Brandon Jacobs? Love Welcome him. back. Love him. I don't know what he's going to do in fantasy. Maybe he'll scatter vulture and steal some touchdowns, but I'm glad that, that he's back on the team. He's got two rings with the guy, so I'm glad. All right, and if you get points for fumbles in your fantasy league, David Wilson, again, <laughs> is on your roster. That's brutal. <laughs> now, you got a movie coming out coming up soon, Las Vegas. Tell us about it. Uh, yeah, Las Vegas. Uh, I mean, just the cast alone, it's kind of like the Mount Rushmore. It's Robert De Niro, Michael Douglas, Morgan Freeman, Kevin Klein. And me. So between us, we got about five <laughs> Academy Awards. <laughs> so, you know, it's good to be amongst equal company. Uh, no, it's great. It's a funny, funny movie set in Vegas. It's kind of like a, a hangover uh, situation. All right. And that's November 1st in theaters, Las Vegas. Jerry Farrar, appreciate your time with us here on uh, the show. I'd love to come back anytime, and I will be wearing these shoes again. Very nice. All right. When NFL Fantasy Live returns, Adam Rank is back with his like-dislikes for Sunday. Can you trust names like Big Ben, Matt Forte, and Arian Foster for week two? Find out after this. Hey, everybody. Adam Rank here. And every Friday, I publish my likes and dislikes for the week. And I tackle a wide range of topics from comic books to movies to the worst cover song of all time. If you want to know what that song is, check out NFL.com slash Adam Rank. But before you do, let me give you some of my likes and dislikes in fantasy football. And we will start off with Matt Schaub, who I like a lot this week. Enough to start him in my experts league? Well, the evidence is pretty compelling. Schaub has thrown 17 touchdown passes with just two turnovers in eight career starts against the Titans. In fact, he's had at least two touchdown passes in seven consecutive starts against the Titans. You know what? I'm doing it! Schaub is in over Roma for me. Michael Fabiano, you're on notice. Now, here's a quarterback I won't be starting anytime soon, Ben Roethlisberger. Give him a huge thumbs down. Huge! Roethlisberger managed less than 10 fantasy points in week one against the Titans, plus... He's historically struggled against the Bengals, who he is going up against this week. Big Ben has thrown a touchdown pass or less in eight of his last nine meetings against Cincinnati. And if you've seen all the injuries to the Steelers' offensive line, well, you know this is a situation that should be avoided at all costs. Next, Matt Forte is a running back I like this week against the Vikings. Now it's true, Forte has never rushed for 100 yards against Minnesota, but... He's had over 100 scrimmage yards in the past four meetings. Again, he hasn't scored a rushing touchdown against the Vikings in his last eight games, but Forte is getting all the goal line work. It's a new day in Chicago, so ride Forte this week. You know who I don't like? 
Arian Foster. Or more to the point, I don't like Coach Kubiak, who said he wants a more even split between Foster and Ben Tate. Coach K, and well, look, there's another Coach K that's like. But anyways, let's not forget, Kubiak earned his master's degree in Shanahanigans when he was the offensive coordinator in Denver. So this all makes complete sense. You have to start, Foster. You don't have to like it, though. And finally, I like Kenny Stills against the Bucks. The Saints have scored at least 31 points in three of their last four visits to Tampa Bay. With Darrell Revis on Marcus Colston, look for Breeze to stretch the field with Stills and give him a couple of shots into the end zone. Okay, everybody, let's go to the board. I got more names coming at you. Now, if you look at this, likes, I like that. Ben, I dislike that Ben Roethlisberger, Foster. Brian Hartline, I'm not so sold on. They're going to go to Mike Wallace in this game, Terrell Pryor. Like him on your bench. Don't like him as somebody to start. Don't get crazy with Pryor. Let him do it a couple of times. And you see a big like for everybody on the Eagles defense. I like all you Eagles, except for you, Riley Cooper. But everybody else on the Eagles, you're A-OK. And right now, it's time to send it over to Jason Smith and the fellas, some guys I love for week two spot starts. All right, thank you, Mr. Rank. That's right. Time now for our Hotels.com Fantasy Spotlight. Spot starts the week. These may be guys you don't start again the rest of the season, but if you have an issue, this is who you can start week two. Let's take a look back at what we recommended last week. And, guys, you take a look. We were off on a couple, but it's not like we were so off. Pretty pedestrian-type numbers here. Yeah, that was a pretty weak one here, but uh, I think uh – Hey, we're paying somebody still to watch. Well, he actually yeah. doubled what was projected, so he looked pretty good with that. 3.3, 1.4, not bad. All right, well, let's, let's pick things up and let's kick it started here for week two. Who's your guy this week? Well, the guy that I'm looking at for me is Andre Roberts for the Arizona Cardinals. When you think of him being on the opposite side of Larry Fitzgerald, Michael Floyd, this is a great matchup going up against the Detroit Lions who have a very weak secondary. If you're looking for perhaps that flex position, maybe you have that void with Big Ballard now being out for the season, or you have perhaps Tavon Austin, a guy that you went out and drafted because of all the hype. He's going up against Robert Alford and the Atlanta Falcons. This is a group of secondaries that's very good. I like Andre Roberts to be very productive. He had, what, eight reception, 97 yards in week one. He's a pretty good receiver. All right, you have Andre Roberts. How about Mr. Rank? Uh, Mr. Rank, how about you? You recommended Stills. Do you like Mason Crosby? Not so much. Okay, I thought no, the no, whole no. thing. You could do the whole Crosby I, I don't, Stills. Yes, I don't. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Who's is your there, guy this is week? Is there an Eric Nash, too? No? Uh, maybe, sure. Are we, we still doing that? All right, let's get to <laughs> Eddie Titus Royal, Young? Yeah, please. sure. Can I get to my pick, Eddie Royal? Now, you heard me talk about how much I love the Eagles' offensive players. I love their defense, too. So that means Eddie Royal is going to be a great start this week going up for the San Diego Chargers. Because the Eagles will be running so many plays, the Chargers will get back onto the field a lot. And if they start to get into a little bit of a shootout, Phillip Rivers is going to be looking for Eddie Royal, a guy that he was looking for repeatedly in the red zone last week. So this is not a guy that I would play a lot in the future. In fact, this might be the last time you ever see him on a roster that I have. But Eddie Royal this week... In that early game, I like him. I would start him. I'm doing it in my league of record. Good luck, Eddie. All right, Jason. Now, I, I don't know what you're going to do before. I want a tight end out of you. you want That's a, it. You want a, a tight, tight end. end out of me? A tight end. <laughs> you want a, you want a tight end? <laughs> of course you want a tight end. I'll give you, uh, let's see, I'll give you Doug Cosby for this week. Now, the guy I really like, honestly, is Jared Cook, who is someone who had a huge week last week. You're starting him this week. Hey, look, he was the number one tight end in fantasy. 
He's a guy, also Isaiah Peed. You know, I like a lot of these Rams offense. You heard Rank say he liked a lot of the Philadelphia Eagles. Isaiah Peed back from his suspension this week. They need to get faster. This is going to be a track meet. Daryl Richardson was very pedestrian in week one. 20 carries for 63 yards. Peed is going to get every opportunity to cut into this. I can see a game where he's got 10, 11 fantasy points, catching some swing passes out of the backfield. Isaiah Peed, if you're unhappy at your flex, he would be a sneaky good play. All right, Marcus, who do you got? I'm going with Harry Douglas this week. Last week, Douglas stepped up in a big way when Roddy White was basically a decoy because of the ankle injury. Look, they're going against the Rams this week. And last week, you talked about Andre Roberts, Akbar. Andre Roberts, along with Michael Floyd and Larry Fitzgerald, all had big receiving days for the Arizona Cardinals against that Rams defense. The Falcons, they spread the ball around a lot as well. Harry Douglas could be in for a lot of targets, a lot of receptions. Doesn't matter who else they have throwing the ball to there in Atlanta. Harry Douglas is a guy that you got to really pay attention to. He's a guy to really who, who could really make an impact for your team this week. All right, so let's take a look at our recap here. Point projections for our big spot starts of the week, Hotels.com. And look, I gave you about 11.6 points for Isaiah Pede. Akbar's got near 10 for Andre Roberts, over 11 for Eddie Royal for rank. And Marcus, over 12 points. That's a big, touchdown big, big, and 67 yards. Big of here, Harry Douglas this week. Big things. All right, there you go. Hotels.com Fantasy Spotlight starts. When NFL Fantasy Live returns, we look to you, the fans, and answer your most pressing lineup questions heading into week two. Stick around. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Hey, Jim Kosick, our meteorologist here at the NFL Network, stopped by yesterday and was right on with all the weather for the Thursday night match between the Jets and the Patriots. What does he see for Sunday? Let's say hello to Jim and see what he's got, Jim. Well, I'll tell you what, nothing near as bad as what we saw at Foxborough, but we're going to watch that storm system, this storm system, and a little bit of H2O coming down to the Sunshine State. That's Florida. But you ever have a lady named Ingrid in your lives? There she is. Tropical storm, Ingrid. Big swing. And a miss for Reliant Stadium. So Texans fans, rejoice. You don't have any H2O to worry about. Kansas City at Arrowhead. Cowboys in town. Ah, passing shower never hurt anyone, I say. But there's bigger fish to fry because that one storm system moving out of Colorado will bring wet weather to Soldier Field. And I got some problems with this game here that I'm going to highlight. Not much in terms of wind, but the thunderstorms are in. But again, not nearly as bad as what we had at Foxborough. Same setup. Down in Tampa Bay for the Bucks, where they have terrible parking, but thunderstorms on the prowl out of the southeast. Woo, that's warm and humid. Wrap up a Sunday night at Century Link with a lot of noise and some showers rolling on in. So the bottom line here, guys, with the weather in play, my porcelain players put up or be flushed. Pierre Thomas, 4.8 yards career average. That's in a dome. Now you're going into heat, humidity, thunderstorms, you're flushed. Christian Ponder, small hands, wet ball at Soldier Field, you do the math. And Anthony Dixon, listen, if you're going to mouth off, and I don't have a problem with that, be a starter, she-hawks, and volume 12. I love what the Hawks are doing here, trying to get the Guinness Book of World Record for the loudest stadium on the Niners' first possession. But let me tell you something. If it falls flat on its face, lame. And you are flushed, gentlemen. 
Jim Kosick, ABC4 in Salt Lake City. I'm glad he threw the bat down. That made me feel a lot better. Hey, big stat correction to tell you about. A fumble that initially was credited to Isaac Redman against the Titans on Sunday now gets credited to Roethlisberger. So Ben Roethlisberger loses two fantasy points. Isaac Redman gains two fantasy points. It's nice to wake up on Friday and maybe have won a game you lost on Sunday. Yikes. Also, it's bad if you lost a game and we're winning in the first place. Now let's get to some fantasy genius questions here. And a big one that's been coming to us concerns Cam Newton and Michael Vick. Get to fantasy genius on NFL.com and ask questions of anybody, anybody you want, millions of us, us here on the set, Cam Newton or Michael Vick. A lot of that this week. Who are you starting? Michael Vick. Did you not hear what I said earlier? Start <laughs> all of your Eagles. Except you, Riley Cooper. Well, you know, actually, this is the same situation I have in our expert league. I actually have Cam Newton, who I went out and got high. I'm going with Michael Vick, who I drafted in the 10th round. I'm making it unanimous. The Eagles are going to run more plays than the Panthers this week. That means more touches for Michael Vick. That's the guy you go with. You can just ask us. You don't have to go on Fantasy Genius. <laughs> ask us what you think. Don't forget, Sunday, 1130 a.m. Eastern time, we're back on NFL Red Zone. Find out who's in, who's out, and more. All the fantasy news you need for total domination of Week 2. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.